1: Why wouldn't I buy investment property that's not only not going to cost me anything to hold but it's going to appreciate over time like why would I put my money into you know a car or depreciating asset when I can buy something that's not going to cost me anything but give me money over time. Hey.
2: This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tom Shum and in this episode, we're speaking with Sophie Walsh and her husband Daniel from Your Property, Your Wealth to talk about her property journey. We'll hear about Sophie's first investment and why being a property manager has helped her and her husband build a strong property portfolio and so much more. Speaking with Sophie Walsh, she delves a little into what her day-to-day routine looks like.
1: I help um, with settlements. So um, I'm sort of the first contact with our clients um, before Daniel meets with them. Um, So I help our clients, you know, through the whole process of settling the property, um, you know, making sure that they're, you know, getting the right service.
2: Sharing more about her past, Walsh talks about where she spent her childhood.
1: I grew up in the upper north shore of Sydney, um, so that's where my parents live and, you know, since then um, I've actually moved out further, so we're um, now in Thelmy, which is sort of out <laughs> a lot further out.
2: Studying in St Ives, she also shares what she did after graduating from high school.
1: I went to Bridgerton College, so I went to Year 12 and then from there I, um, I went straight into the job um, job force, and I started in pharmacy. So yeah, and then from there I um, went into an RTO, which was a training organisation, and sort of did administration from there.
2: It was through her casual pharmacy job that Walsh was able to save some funds for her future.
1: I didn't need to do any studies to get into it. As such um, I sort of started um, straight out from school. I sort of got it was a casual job straight out of school. Um, and you know just a job to try and earn me some money.
2: It was following this job that she decided to work for the RTO. Whilst explaining what the acronym stands for and what her job entailed.
1: So that stands for registered training Organisation. so um, they provide courses and um, help people get qualifications. I started sort of um, through administration and then Um, I was actually really lucky through there. I was actually able to um, do some studies myself. So I did a couple of diplomas um, and a few certificates. So yeah, that really helped me then, you know, get into the next stage of my career.
2: With her job being able to provide such a great opportunity for education as well, Walsh delves further into what qualifications she attained during her time at the RTO.
1: I studied a diploma of business and also a diploma of leadership and management. Um, so I sort of thought that that would help me later on getting into any management roles or, you know, help start a business if need be, which has planned out in the end.
2: Also, she shares how long ago she worked there and when she made the decision to move on to another role.
1: I started at my first um, RTO role three years ago. Um, from there, I went to another, um, the same role, but in a different training organisation, did the same role. Um, and then from there, I um, I actually was living still at home at that point. So from there, um, Daniel and I chose to move in together. So that's when we made the choice for me to move um, in with him.
2: Getting into property management by working for an agency, Walsh expands upon what it was that enticed her to move into that particular career sector. By
1: that point, I had already purchased my first investment property and I guess I could sort of see it from an investor point of view.
2: Delving into the details of her first investment, Walsh shares whether she purchased that property with her husband Daniel or on her own.
1: That one's in my name, um, but I actually I purchased that property in 2015. That was yeah my first property.
2: And how she sourced out that first investment?
1: Since Daniel had already purchased, you know, properties himself, he actually helped me out with that one. So I'd saved the money. Um, I didn't have a huge deposit, so I sort of went for an entry level investment, and that was in South Australia. Um, I paid 180 thousand, and it was a three bedroom house. Um, it rents for two ninety, so we get a good yield of 8.3% so yeah, it was a good good starting property for me.
2: Having purchased her first property out of state, Walsh also shares whether or not Daniel and herself were actually able to visit the property before sealing the deal.
1: Not when we first purchased it um, so yeah, we did that one all from interstate um, but since we have gone and looked at it.
2: Thinking back to who exactly influenced her to buy property, Walsh shares that it was Daniel rather than her parents who got her into investing.
1: So my parents, um, I wouldn't say were so much influencers. They've sort of owned their own home and done it the traditional way where they've you know paid off their own mortgage. Um, so yeah, I would say definitely Daniel was my influence to get into property investing.
2: Undoubtedly, a power couple in the investing world, Both shared that since purchasing Sophie's first property, their combined portfolio has only grown.
1: Since then, um, as a couple, we've been building our portfolio together. Um, So I think after we purchased my one, we've purchased what?
0: Since we've purchased Sophie's, um, all up we've got nine. I think it was around seven more that we started building together. Um, Yeah, it was really from there we really bought, so I bought two properties myself and then Sophie bought her property and then from there, we really started building our portfolio together and really strategically building that in terms of different names to get around things like land tax and that type of stuff.
2: Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into Sophie and Daniel's journey and how they grew their portfolio.
0: Because we could, the first two properties doubled in value within around five years, were able to leverage from those properties quite quickly.
2: The try moments they faced,
1: well, I had a moment where um, when I was working at the training of the organization, um, I actually found out they were selling the business so that was in the middle of buying my first property.
2: And much, much more. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. This episode is brought to you by Your Property, Your Wealth a buyer's agency that specializes in building high-performance property portfolios. They help their clients build wealth through buying affordable properties throughout Australia. Your Property, Your Wealth have helped clients create portfolios up to $3.6 million in equity of over $1 million giving their clients control of their financial future. If you're looking to create financial freedom through property but don't know where to start, contact the expert team to help you with the entire buying process. They guarantee that if you don't find a property in 16 weeks Then you'll get a 100% money back guarantee. Take care of your financial future and contact them today at yourpropertyyourwealth.com.au. Now back to the show. With 9 investment properties in their portfolio, Daniel shares with us some of the strategies he and Sophie used in order to make that many successful purchases.
0: For us, I mean, we started so young and we were able to, you know, make sure that we correctly research properties at a very young age and, and get the right property from the start. So being able, because we could, you know, the first two properties doubled in value within around five years, we're able to leverage from those properties quite quickly, which was, uh, you know, we, we did our very first property was saving. So my property was all about saving for the first house. Sophie's was all about saving for her house. And then after that, we used the equity from all of those properties to be able to continue to build that property portfolio up to the $4 million that it is today. Um, you know, we, we even bought a property last year in January in Victoria, and that was our, our last purchase that we did uh, buy.
2: Despite the success, there were certainly some trying times they had to go through when investing.
1: Well, I had a moment where... Um, when I was working at the training organization, um, I actually found out they were selling the business. So that was in the middle of buying my first property. Um, so I sort of had to get through that challenge of, you know, losing my job and still having to go through with the transaction of the property. And, um, at that time, you know, I just made sure I had enough of a buffer to get me through the purchase.
2: While this was definitely a more difficult time in an investing journey, Walsh shares that it was by knowing how much time she had left in that role and having planned everything in advance that she was able to overcome this situation.
1: I did have a couple of months um, but I did have my pre-approval in place already luckily. So um, I just managed to get through um, and then sort of within a few weeks after that, I managed to get another um, role at another training organization. So luckily, I wasn't out of a job for too long. Um, So, yeah, that helped.
2: Excellent. And I guess with that first property, as you mentioned that your purchase, it was positive cash flow. So, do you think it would have affected you um, at all or or without a job because it would have been self-sustaining?
1: Yeah, well, that's right. It wouldn't have um, affected because if anything, I was having money come into my pocket each week. So, um, it was more if I had maintenance come up straight away, being a new purchase that there's always teething issues. So, that was my main concern but luckily… We got through that.
2: While her first investment did come through with some struggles, Walsh shares that ultimately buying that first property only cemented her belief that buying property was a beneficial investment for life.
1: When I first um, purchased my investment property and you know, realizing that it was positive cash flow and it actually puts money in my pocket each week, it was sort of my aha moment was why wouldn't I buy investment property that's not only... Not going to cost me anything to hold, but it's going to appreciate over time. Like, why would I put my money into, you know, a car or depreciate, depreciating asset when I can buy something that's not going to cost me anything but give me money over time? So, I guess that was my aha uh-huh moment with, you know, why I should be property investing.
2: Putting things into perspective, Walsh talks about her role as a project manager and what she did at the time to her property.
1: I was in property management two years and over that time, I actually renovated my property. So, um, Daniel and myself flew to um, the property in Adelaide and um, we, of course, outsourced it and got a painter and carpenter and got a new kitchen in there, sort of did a full reno on it. Um, But yeah, thought we'd take the opportunity to go over there and have a look at it at the same time as it was getting renovated because we hadn't seen it for a while. That's
2: really good. And how did that turn out after that renovation?
1: Yeah, it was really good. We we managed to up the rent as well. So that even that put, you know, even more money in our pockets each week and up the cash flows.
2: She shares that the decision to renovate was one based on good timing that ultimately worked well in her favour.
1: We had a tenant vacate, so that's when we decided, you know, it's time, it needs a bit of a reno. So, yeah, did the necessary reno and then, um, yeah, we released it for, I think, $30 more a week with the reno. So, yeah, quite an improvement.
2: And how much the renovation cost?
1: So it was $20,000 um, So we put in a new kitchen, painted, carpeted, new blinds, a few new doors. We did some landscaping in the garden as well just to tie it up. Um, yeah, but that $20,000 up cost us.
2: Having been able to successfully renovate that property, Walsh shares that her knowledge and experience in the property management field has definitely come in handy when managing her own property.
1: Being in property management, I definitely see the value like not only being a property manager but you know, having my own property management managers in other states um, for my property, you just really see the value in what they do for you.
2: So inspired by Sophie and Daniel Walsh's journey in the amazing aha moment, we'll keep the conversation going in a future episode of Property Investory. We'll further discuss their strategies, particularly in regards to their business.
0: If we were to go into look at an area, I would do roughly 20 pages worth of data analysis on that one area just to see if it's viable for me to then get on the ground and start looking at.
2: The importance of mindset when it comes to investing.
0: I think property is the vehicle to create financial freedom but it's the mindset that you need in order to create financial freedom.
2: Why the personal habit of exercising is something that allows Walsh to be at the top of her game mentally.
1: Every day I, I try to get to F45 so that sort of keeps me going, um, keeps me fit, keeps me mentally fit, you know, I feel good after it.
2: And that's next time in a future episode of Property Investory. If you love the show and you're ready to get serious about creating financial freedom, give your property your wealth a core. They use key data research to uncover growth locations throughout Australia. For limited time, Your Property, Your Wealth are giving away 6 free one-on-one strategy sessions valued at $299. If you want to invest with confidence, then it is time to choose Your Property, Your Wealth. Visit yourpropertyyourwealth.com.au. Terms and conditions apply.